What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Naime. And, and Kim. We have... Digging with Naime and Kim. How y'all doing, everybody? Hey, hey. And we have Kim on the line. This is Digging <laughs> In with Naime. And Kim. Welcome if it's your people. first time, if it's your first time on the pod, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back, family. And friends. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you just let me have my intro? Because it's our intro. Okay, well, our intro. Let me have it. I mean, you don't say it correctly. I would if you what would you say mean? it correctly. Kim, so do you expect me to change the name and everything on paper? Precisely, yes. No. Well, that's what you think. Because here's the thing. You might come and go, but I'll Ooh. be here forever. So will your fans. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> be here forever? I know. Thank you. I got a question. What is the most listened to episode? I feel like it would be um, the slavery one. No. Or the reparations. So the most, the most listened to podcast ever is your uh, first one probably that one is number two the most listened to podcast ever is the one with kevin oh montgomery Aww. yes oh, i did not mean to say his full government name like that. i'm sorry <laughs> you could bleep that out my bad <laughs> i just got really excited <laughs> that is the I, I feel like whoever his people are they support it because they came out and showed up like a lot of listeners and that's still just adding like I don't know how it's still number one but yeah two years later three whole seasons and that's still number one crazy I wonder how he is but anywho what's up everybody it's your girl Naime with Digging In With Naime and Kim it's your first time on the pod welcome if you've been here before welcome back family and friends what you got for how are you doing, Kim? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm on the struggle bus of trying to buy a vehicle right now, and it's rough out in these streets. Um, just like a lot of things in the pandemic, it's making things a little bit rougher, you know? So, yeah. Can I ask you a question? Sure. How do you hold your phone? What, my G? When you're recording, how do you hold your telephone? Because we were in my hand. Is it in your hand, like if you're listening to it? Yeah. Oh, that's why you sound so. I wonder why you sound all up in it. Because I sound super clear. No, you sound super clear because you got that good old Verizon. <laughs> but you, you, you also just always um, your voice travels so well, and I always wondered why. When I wouldn't say so well, I would say well on some occasions and just really loud in others. And I realized because you keep your like I have headphones in and I'm speaking into my headphones. Which is why your sounds kind of like muffly. Um, is that what it sounds like to you? A little bit. Right now or in general? When I listen back. You're a hater. Um, How is that a hater? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> just compared to yours, like your audio is just really good. But, you know, one day when we can figure out the best way, God willing, we'll have a little studio space where we can record and we'll have way better technology versus the phones i've been thinking about doing the whole zoom thing but right now this is just the most efficient way to do it and i like efficiency in the space i'm in with my life you know what i mean i feel that i'm supposed to actually be on another podcast coming soon i'm quite excited oh that's cool do tell later not now but you can oh tell me later. okay i will 
Or you want to tell it now? I didn't know if it was a secret. I'm sorry. No, you can totally... it, it, it's not uh, official yet, but it'll be like about sports. Um, I'll be hopping on with my my brothers. So, oh, there are they like doing their mm-hmm. own podcast? Mm-hmm. Cool. Do you want to tell us a name or anything about that? Yeah, tell us. Well, I don't know about it yet. It's a, okay. it's 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 a it's a work in progress. That's cool. Detail. Yeah, this is a great place where we can share our work and stuff like that. That's awesome. I have a few shows coming up that I'll share as we get closer um, and other stuff. I'm trying to stay away from, like, doing stuff at the moment because I have a lot of things going on. So I'm trying to – you know when it's like you're trying to focus on a few things so you don't have to focus on many things? Mm -hmm. That's kind of where I'm at right now. But – Anywho, I'm glad that you are doing well. What and I'm great. Uh, things have been a little crazy. Why did I, you never give me the opportunity to ask you <laughs> how are you, Nime? <laughs> you always just assume that I'm not going to ask. Oh, but- I, I don't assume. I just <laughs> jump in on it. It's not that I'm assuming you don't want to ask me. I just Put, jump in. Allow me the space to be like Naime. How okay, are you? Okay. Doing? Yeah. Totally. I genuinely care. You know. Well, some days. Today's one of those days. <laughs> I care, so I want to know. Some days you care. How okay. Are- ask me again. I just did. How are you doing? <laughs> and uh, it's not that I assume you don't want to ask. I just I don't mind jumping in because I, you know I put the question out there, and so I was planning on answering it anyways. But I'm good. Uh, unfortunately, I had another friend pass. And so I've actually been thinking about doing a podcast on grief, but I really want a counselor to join us. Um, but yeah, life is is just crazy right now. You know, we're, there's just there's just so many moving parts. And I'm definitely in a space where I'm really questioning, like, does this matter? What matters? What's important? What should I be doing? Am I doing the right thing? Um, so, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I have some big decisions to make within the next, the next March, April, May, June. The next four months are going to be, well, five right now if you count February, are really kind of like, game time i'm focused i have things i gotta get done so it's it's kind of a little overwhelming but it's, it's oh what is thing. it uh shows so i have i'm teaching in texas in march for gcu we're Which going part to of texas um baymount university or something like that i don't really know where it is but it's we're flying into houston and then we have to drive an hour away oh yeah, so it's, I think it's some small little white country or state, not country, but you know how Texas thinks it's its own country anyways. It basically is. Yeah, um, and I think it's majority white, like rural area, I believe. And I'm doing that with GCU. It's called ACDA. I don't really know what ACDA stands for. I just know it's a dance association. I don't know what the A and C stand for. That literally but- just made me think of ACDC College, you know, that <laughs> commercial <laughs> Romeo used to do. That's funny. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I'm doing that. And then that's in March. And then I'm coming back in April is your birthday. And then in April is our um, faculty show, which I'm in. And then in May, I have a break, which I really would love to take the break. And then June, I have two 
shows. I have another show in March. Actually, yeah, I just thought of. So I have is some GCU? shows. No, GCU is at the faculty show in April, which is the one during your birthday. That's GCU. And when are the other shows? They're June 1st and 2nd and then the 18th. And then I have one March 8th. And who are those with? Tempe? Yeah, they're both. No, Tempe is one of them. And then I started at a new studio. Um, so that's the other studio. And then, yeah. I feel like I'm missing. There's other stuff I'm missing. But that's those are kind of the things. So it's just it's a lot of moving pieces, things I'm trying to get done. It's a lot of choreography and mixing music that I have to do that I'm like, you know, but it's all going to be great. I, I would love to take the whole month of May off, but that's not realistic because we're getting ready for a show in June. Um, but we honestly might take the month off for this. Just to have, you know, break and some rest. I believe in rest and stuff. And then in March, we are actually, for Digging In With Naime, we'll be interviewing women for the Women's Month. And we'll be doing a really cool interviews for that. And so I have to prepare for all that. Or we have to prepare for, for, prepare for all that this month. Okay, which I, I um anyways <laughs> I'll text you the dates for that because I keep forgetting to do that so I have to tell you that so there's just a lot of little things um because it's the end of the you know it's the, it's the end of the school year so to this time of the, the year is actually really busy for me more than any other time so like November December it's really February. busy at the end of the school year don't school in May yeah, so I'm preparing everything for the end of the school year. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Because oh. it's the end. So even with GCU, like grading and all that stuff, I have to do that. Um, I haven't yet to receive my contract for fall, but I got the the message today saying like they would love to have me again for next semester. So I'm really grateful for that. Awesome. Um, and then I, I need to figure out my summer plans. I haven't decided if I'm going to tr- – because GCU ends over the summer. So I haven't decided if I want to try to just keep my studio jobs here over the summer, if I want to take a summer break and travel and try to teach out of the state or out of the country, something I've been thinking about and something totally Ooh. possible. So yeah, there's a lot of like moving pieces. And you know, with things like that, like you don't, it's not a, I mean, sometimes it's a last minute thing, but most times, like if I'm teaching and stuff like that, I had to apply for things. So all that would be starting now. Like I got to get all that applications and all that stuff in now. You know what I mean? Or you can always, you know, dance for the Mercury again. They got rid of the dance team. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Did not know that. Well, either the Mercury or the Suns. I'm not sure which one, but maybe both of them. But they, yeah, they got rid of the hip hop squad. So it's not an option. So do they have cheerleaders now? They or? still, they, well, they still have the dance team, the Suns, but I don't know about Mercury. I don't know what Mercury did. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know what that looks like, but it's not really an option. But I would love if I can take advantage. Right. This is my last year, my 20s. I would love to spend a summer, you know, teaching in another state for the whole summer. Like New York, that would be the dream to be in New York. But we'll see. You know, there's a lot of things that there's a lot of possibilities. And I'm trying to reimagine my life, especially now that I'm a professor. Like I have options. You know, it's just now applying for these options and making other people believe I'm as great as I, 
you know, try to say I am, you know what I mean? Like I'm worth paying, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyways, that was a long conversation, but I appreciate you for engaging in it with me. Uh, what do you have for us tonight? Well, I really, really, really wanted to talk um, about the, sorry, one second. <laughs> sorry. If you don't have anything, then that's also okay. I don't know if you actually have. Yes, I do. Um, okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay, there it is. I just want to make sure I, I, I spoke correctly. Um, so as we all know, the Super Bowl is coming up. Oh, I don't want to talk about this mess. Why? But continue. Why? Why? No, I'm just kidding. Continue. Oh, okay. So um, the, with the Super Bowl uh, coming up, and it's in LA, which is literally the city of stars. Um, obviously, you have so many celebrities and whatnot that live out there. And if you don't know, um, LA usually has a whole bunch of traffic anyways. Um, so it's usually hard to get around. Um, and then their their stadium that they're having the Super Bowl in, it's not like the easiest place to navigate. Um, so anyways, so there's going to be some people who are looking to protest um, uh, anti, anti-vaccinations. Did I say that right? Did I say it backwards? Basically, they don't want to get vaccinated. Um, truckers, specifically. Um, truckers. They, yeah, they don't want to... <laughs> They don't want to get vaccinated. So there's a story on the news that they're going to like clog the highways um, like to get to California. And I was like, that'll make for some very interesting travel plans, because obviously, you know, Super Bowl is a huge, huge event that people travel from all over for. Um, and again, it, with it being in L.A., I'm sure there's a lot of people from whether it be Nevada or Arizona, Arizona, Texas, whatever, like the people are going to want to drive there, you know, and not necessarily just for the game, but for like the festivities, because it's a it's a week long thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, so I thought that was interesting. I was like, I wonder how that'll play out. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, can I can I? Can yeah, I go for questions? it. Mm-hmm. So they are protesting vaccination who is getting vaccinated or who's being forced to get vaccinated. That's what I said. And I didn't quite understand that. I was like, it's not necessarily a mandate here. So I don't know if it's specific companies like trucking companies that they're like, we're forcing our employees to do this or what, whatever the case may be. Um, but I'm like, no one's really f- forcing the issue here. So I'm a little confused. So I, I don't know, but I'm interested to see if that actually plays out. Um, so to be to be viewed, I guess. We'll see what happens. Are the truckers going to the Super Bowl? No, it's, it's all in hopes to gain attention, I guess. Um, so these Super Bowl, so it has nothing to do with the Super Bowl, but it no. just so happens that because it's this weekend, we want to. We want to draw. Some so attention. are they choosing to not work? Girl, see, now you're asking above my pay grade. I don't know. I just thought <laughs> it'd be an interesting development to see like, okay, because trucks are big. You know what I'm saying? Like, you notice those. 
Yeah, and so and if especially if you're coming from Arizona, and I, and that's just Arizona, but Vegas too. Now that I think about it, it's it's small narrow roads. Like so, y'all. Just, so are they? Were they saying they're just gonna like stay there, turn basically park their cars, turn off their cars? They didn't go into mass detail. So then they can just get towed easy. Maybe. And then have to Unless pay for park. their ticket. I, I don't know. They just this, and I mean, people. I guess people. I don't know. You know, I support protests, but <laughs> I don't know about I this I just one. thought it would be interesting. Like, so again, to be determined how this plays out, maybe they'll decide, you know, we ain't going to do this. Or and I do, I do support people in making a choice uh, for getting vaccinated or not. However, I don't know if I can support this one. <laughs> again, I'm just interested to see if this actually plays out and if it does, how it affects entry to L.A., it, it, it should be interesting. Um, halftime show should be interesting. Uh, everything, honestly, should be interesting. Two two teams, L.A., uh, the Rams, they don't necessarily have a very strong fan base because they move back and forth. Um, and then the Bengals, Cincinnati is cool. You know what I'm saying? They have a strong fan base. Um, so I'm sure Cincinnati people are hyped. But it's definitely an interesting year, first year without – Tom Brady or Aaron oh, great. Holmes in a while. I'm so. tired of seeing oh, the same people. Like so I'm actually. So this, it, it could be exciting. I mean, I sound like who? I said a hater. But <laughs> no, I mean, the I man can make his money. I was just tired of seeing him up there. But he sounded like he was tired of it anyway. So yeah, I just think it's so funny um, that Matt Stafford is is in the the Super Bowl and the Lions just. <laughs> Like they just had him and he couldn't do much in, in Detroit. And now he's in the Super Bowl, the, his first year out away from Detroit. I just find that so interesting. I'm sure somebody in the main office is quite upset in Detroit. But again, it should be a good game. It should be a good um, halftime show, all of that. So I'm excited. Do you know where you're watching it yet? I don't. I have... I thought three you options. made your mind. I had three options, but I'm weighing them. What? Wait, how did I get kicked out? How I have no options now? We were going to do it together. What you said you weren't doing it last time I talked yeah, to you. Yeah, I guess you're right. I didn't want to be around other people who actually like it. I just don't care. <laughs> you don't make anymore. sense. You literally said you weren't doing that one thing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing anything. I'm okay. staying at the house. Um, I just want food. I just want food. But my parents could do that when I was like. But I, yeah, no, football. Football was like, Super Bowl, I used to just get excited to halftime show and just in general. And then I think after the whole situation with Kaepernick, I just was like over it altogether, to be so honest with you. But, you know, yay for people who love football. Yay. I'm excited that this is. A good time for you. It is. Well, all right. Thank you, Kim, for sharing that. Speaking of the Super Bowl, uh, we're going <laughs> nice to be segue. talking about Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Both Kim and I watched her docuseries called Janet Jackson. Jackson period. <laughs> Don't forget the period. And... Uh, I'm excited to talk about this. Did you watch the whole thing, Kim? I sure did. Beautiful. Okay, so where would you like to start? Oh, there's so many pieces. 
But well, I would wait real quick. I want to say this though. I am grateful that she did this, that she came out and decided to share her story. Yes. That someone else didn't try to say something that yes. someone else wasn't at. Like, I just appreciate it because I think like, I just, I wish um, we did, we did. And we did a lot of these, right? Like if you think about the new edition, the Bobby Brown. I like it when they get to tell their own story. I yes. appreciate that so much more than someone who thinks that they knew them pretty well. And, yeah. you know, I love it when people tell their own story part of it yeah agreed um so I just wanted to say that where would you like to start I would like to start by for those who (laughs) don't necessarily know me so I grew up and I didn't even realize how much so but I love the Jackson family just in general I (laughs) grew up watching um the oh my gosh Jackson 5 the American Dream a million and one times I can recite that movie wholeheartedly I, I I know every Jackson I know like they're discovered just everything okay like I, I I was a Jackson fan um even now since day but my family's huge on on the Jackson Jackson 5 everything okay so when it first premiered I was like okay yeah I'll watch it well I first of all I wanted to watch it anyways because it's Janet Jackson. Why would you not? Uh, <laughs> and it's her actually telling it. But I delayed on it because, you know, when the first week something comes out, there's a lot of hype, right? And then people tend to do spoilers. So I tried to avoid it as much as possible until it kind of cooled down. Did you do the same thing? Did you purposely wait a couple weeks to watch it? Or is that just so how it happened? No, I mean... I I just had a lot going on, so I, c- I couldn't watch it. There's a few things I still want to watch, and it's just I've been too busy. So this was one of those things. Okay. So first, uh, I want to start with observations. I didn't understand why she didn't have all of her siblings in it. I thought that, that yeah. was very interesting. We missed Jackie. We missed Marlon. Um, like, I, I, we didn't see LaToya at all. So no. I was... I was curious as I was to why it was just um, Randy and Tito. And Revy. And Revy. 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 I'm just Say kidding. Say her name. Uh, yeah, I, I was, that was something I noticed. That was something I was also pondering. And so I was just like, hmm, on. wonder with, because I know that the family just in general is like close. So I just wonder like, they're like I don't really especially since they that. all spoke to each other. Or, yeah. Excuse me. They all spoke about each other. Right. Right. Like often they named the other names. Yeah. They weren't in it. Yeah. It was interesting. But okay. To, to each his own. Whatever. Um, second the observation. The mom was also in it. The mom was also Catherine. in it. Catherine. Oh, I love Catherine. Anyways. Um, a second observation. And I'm sorry. I meant to say this first. Okay. Janet Jackson is gorgeous okay can we just talk about it like from childhood to now she is so beautiful and I should have made that first point but (laughs) I just thought it was interesting when she was talking about like um I believe it was her husband Renee or whatever like uh, he would always be commenting on her looks and da 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 and I'm like in what world (laughs) is someone saying like Janet Jackson's not at her best but anyways yeah no I want to stay here for a second she she looks amazing she always has always even as a young girl and I love how she's soft-spoken like I really appreciate that about her 
Um, but I just, I love her, her look, her style. She's beautiful. She knows how to, to work the short. She knows how to work the long. She knows how to, 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 to work the braids. Mm-hmm. Um, she looked good in every lip color. Yep. Her cheekbones are, have always been beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I start to see her face and it's like, she doesn't look like she has work. No, she, she, she looks the same. Yeah. Just older. And I always assumed she had a nose job. No, that's her mm-hmm. nose. Yeah. That's just her nose. Um, that was my observation. She's absolutely beautiful. Um, she is absolutely beautiful. But the next thing was, I loved how they had so many industry people. Oh my goodness! Yes, giving their interview, like just truly showing Missy like, Elliott what an impact that she has yes. had on the culture and her as an individual, not not her as a as my, necessarily, yes. and not her as the little sister, but her as literally Janet. Like I thought, um, that was awesome and they had it from the film when they threw in like regina king and they threw yes. in Q-tips. um even quest love i love quest love when they threw in all those people not to mention my Samuel favorite person is on that mariah carey we know yep. we saw her she had yep. a little cameo it was a small little role but she was which, there which the funny part is as soon as they showed her hair i said oh that's mariah i already know because that's my girl okay so i said a queen has to speak about a queen like come on now <laughs> that's funny janelle Monet. Monet. Yeah, like it was just so beautiful and I love that they did that. And again, I like that she gets to tell her story. Yeah. And people get to co-sign on it with her. Yeah, Whoopi was on there. I that's so funny. We had the same observations. I (laughs) (laughs) I really, really appreciated it. And it it wasn't just like anyone. Mm -hmm. It was it, it was, yeah, it was people who are great at what they do. Yeah. And I think that's important, right? When you can, when you find people, like for a Missy Elliott, who is, who is multi-talented, right? To acknowledge someone else who's just as great. Like, I love those moments because it's easy to be so stuck on yourself yep. and to not pay attention to other people, but you notice, right? Mm-hmm. And so, And I, yeah, love, I love that, that. they, I, I especially to me growing up because Janet was a little bit, obviously she's, older than us so we we only got the benefits of re-listening to her music like as opposed to it being like 1993 and we just getting it you know what I'm saying um I appreciate the person that they added who was in my opinion like a a carbon copy almost but like Sierra I like that Sierra was in it and she was able to Tiana um, Taylor too Tiana Taylor as well like she was able to like um, explain like the impact she had on her because every time when when Sierra first came out my first initial thought was like man she reminds me of Janet Jackson just with the dancing like mm. because Janet above all is a performer yes she is a performer so I just always in my head associated the two so I like that she actually um, speaking for my generation was able to like you know tell her of her appreciation so I thought that was really cool. Although I did not understand why her current husband was not in the documentary. I get her not showing her son. That makes complete sense to me. But why not her current husband? I wonder if she just wanted to keep it private or he and, didn't want to do it. And I know they, I don't know how long they've been married, but she, it, it was saying that she started recording this in 2018. 
mm-hmm. or 2017. And so I don't know if that has something to do with I don't know how long they've been together, but maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. No, they've been together since 2012? Something like that. Mm, I don't know, but uh, yeah. but I do want to say I peep this though. I think her and Jermaine Dupree still in love personally. I think they broke up due to some <laughs> some infidelities, but like I think they genuinely love each other. No, yeah, I think they care for each other too. But that don't mean they got to be together. No, but, I'm not saying that, but I'm but, saying I think they genuinely are. But still I did appreciate that, like neither of them had anything bad to say. No, like, they were. I think they, they yeah they love. they said good stuff. Um. There's the so the episode where they're talking about poetic justice mm-hmm. that showed up as the last episode on my sling. I don't know if it did on yours. It um, did, but I watched it recorded already. Okay, so I I haven't finished that episode. Like I'm I'm still on it. Um, did did her so at the very beginning she said that she has a tendency to fall in love with men who do drugs. Yes. Okay. Did Renee, did he start doing drugs? He did. Yeah. So her first husband was DeBarge, the bar- yeah. Which, <laughs> we just, you know, I'm going to leave the DeBarge's alone. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Um, <laughs> DeBarge. Okay. Um, he was addicted to drugs. And then she said Renee got addicted to painkillers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there was uh, that one. Okay. And then do you remember in the Bobby Brown's thing when he, Where had, he said that he hooked up with Janet yes and I also, she was with DeBarge and that what she was with DeBarge at the time like he left she left him for DeBarge that's what he says he claims but she was only 18 at the time how old, right. how old are they apart from each other her and Bobby Brown yeah they're about the same age Oh, well, what the point of what I'm saying is that when she had said that she falls in love with men who do drugs, I was curious, too, though. I was like, oh, I wonder if she's talking about him as well. Oh, could have been. But um, she didn't care to mention him. So no, not at all. Really? I don't think she cared for him like that. No, she only mentioned as far as I know, she only mentioned three men she dated. Right. Two she was married with. And the third one was. It seemed like the love of her life. Reminds me of because they always say you have three major loves in your life. But anyways, that's getting off topic. Hmm. Interesting, right? I think her and Jermaine are still in love, personally. That's my opinion. Well, she's married. And I hope she doesn't have a third divorce. That could be expensive and just tiring. (laughs) I think she's got some. I know. I don't matter. (laughs) It do not matter. We talk. I feel like y'all know how I feel about divorce because I think I've said on here before. Don't do it. It's rough. It's expensive. It's ugh. It's emotionally draining, mentally, all the above. Zero stars. Um, but yeah, I think that it was great. I I want to talk about the Super Bowl. And one thing I did not know, and obviously, not obviously, but we don't know because we don't hear these conversations. But she was the one who told Justin Timberlake Timberlake not to say anything, which is interesting because I have been in plenty of conversations where people have low-key crucified Justin Justin for for not not saying saying anything. And I myself have been like, why hasn't he said anything? And it's like, well, she was like, look, I I already got the heat on me. Just keep it on me. 
Mm -hmm. and you just do whatever you got to do and just stay in your lane. And Which just I thought was interesting because what would life have been like if Justin had came out like with this and would have like, yeah and he wouldn't be where he's at now like how he's doing just everything everything yeah. literally he's a household name so and at that time he was just leaving he was maybe three four years out of NSYNC but it wasn't like he was who he is right now no you know? yeah so I'm like she she did hit him a solid actually yeah. like you know. But that whole thing, I just hate <laughs> that it was made such a big deal from a clear wardrobe malfunction. Clear as day, it was a malfunction. And they crucified this woman as if it was the absolute cardinal sin when you see worse things on MTV VH1. And this was 2004. And, I'm, and I thought to myself, like... That was when real world road rules and all of that was on. Like, there yeah. was way worse stuff on television. That <laughs> kids had accidental, access to. Right. Than an accidental, like, 1.5 second view. You know what I'm saying? Well, whatever. Yeah. And the things, they had some, you know how they have, like, some of people's reactions. The things they were, again, I, I never heard anyone bad or excuse me anyone say anything bad about Janet Jackson after the situation and I don't know if it's just like the people you know the circle I'm in and you can assume what I mean right but it's like there were a lot of of white people specifically Why you say it like <laughs> because I thought of I thought of um what's his name who says it like that what's his name the know. comedian we went and saw him Christian comedian oh, ball Kevin, Kevin, Kevin on stage. He says it like that. And that's what I thought of when I was saying it. But anyways, and like I said, I don't know if it's the circle I'm with and the adults, because I was a child at the time, so the adults I was hanging around, but like no one blamed her. And so I did not know that people were upset with her and saying all these things until my adult life and I like have a better Let's understanding see. of what happened. Yeah, because as a kid, like I said, pe they weren't talking about it. And I didn't know Janet was like blacklisted, which is why she wasn't on stuff. I just assumed, yeah. I just assumed like any other actor, artist, they're taking a break. And then plus she did the two the two films. The um, mm -hmm. And so I just saw her in those and, and I was like, she's just taking a break like anyone else. But no. No, and she I think was blacklisted. And I remember that clear as day. Because, okay, first of all, going back to that Super Bowl moment, your reaction, you when I asked you earlier, you said you didn't remember like seeing it. Yeah, so I remember again as a performer myself. Like I've always loved Jan Jackson. She's if you are her backup dancer, you've made it. She is one of those performers, and so I I saw the performance. I I remember clearly the performance, but the but the whole. No, not, not I didn't nipple see gate. no nipple. I didn't see any of that. I know because they called it nipple gate. That's so stupid to compare that to this. That was so dumb. Again, just being dramatic. White America controlling the narrative and being dramatic. That's what that was. Okay. So I remember watching the television and just like it, because again, it happened right after um, the performance basically ended because it was Justin singing, I mean, have you naked by the end of this song? And he was reaching for something. I want to know if it, if it wasn't planned, um, like, or just what was, what was the idea behind him grabbing for something? That's the part I still don't understand that they did not address in the documentary. They did not address in the documentary. They like, spent I, too I much time on it at, at all. To, 
to do because there was a there was a reason he reached over I just I don't understand that but I remember watching it um on television and being like oh my goodness what just happened because it immediately went to commercial like the network was on it so quickly and I remember like the like the the parents in the room and stuff were like uh what (laughs) like everybody's just kind of looking around and then the next day at school I remember everybody was talking about it everybody like it the whole day that's what the conversation was was like did you see this and one of my friends I remember her telling me like they had to cover her little cousin's eyes and like it was this whole thing and I'm like it was like 1.5 seconds like how what like I didn't think it was again clearly as big of a deal as it was blown up to be um, because you could, again, see it was a wardrobe malfunction. But I want to mind you, in the time period that this happened, you had the whole Little Kim uh, MTV outfit that she had wore where her, her whole titty was out, that whole thing. You've had J-Lo's scandalous dress that she wore to, I think it was the VMAs. You had, like, it wasn't like this was some prudish <laughs> world we were living in. No, it's because she's a black woman. Exactly. And how dare she, how dare she do something like Without, without our permission I, I, I didn't get I didn't get all the hoopla but I do remember it being such a big deal like on the news and they um involved like the FCC and CBS was under fire and which still to this day I'm surprised that CBS is still allowed to even host the Super Bowl personally as big of a deal as they made it um but yeah I I just I I remember that clearly it was a very very big deal and she you didn't see her for a while yeah 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 and 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 like I said like it's not that I was oblivious right to the fact that it happened I knew it happened but I just never until I was because when I saw this was in 2004 in 2004 I think I was like 11 I was 11 yes maybe yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds right. <laughs> no, maybe. That was right. I was like in fifth grade, maybe. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't, it wasn't until I was in high school where I had a better understanding of like, oh, people were upset. But like I said, before that, I, I didn't have that understanding. And then it wasn't until my adult life where I was able to like really be able to make decisions of like, you know, how I felt about it and things such as that. Um, but yeah, I think, I think I, I no, I know I'm really interested to see if Justin Timberlake, and I hope he does be able, he's able to create his own also documentary. And I would love for him to address the situation. Yes. I just want to know what you was reaching for, bro. Like Justin, I'm, I'm always rock with you. Like you, you JT, but I just want to know. Yeah. I'm curious. <laughs> From my peace of mind, what were you reaching for? Yeah. Then? Because there was yeah. a point to it. Like, you wasn't reaching for nothing. But I do think it was an accident. I, st- I still believe that on both yeah. ends. I think they And, I mean, they said have- that. They said that it was an accident. Yeah. Um, or she but said I just, Yeah. I, I, I thought the documentary was very well done. Again, I'm very, very happy um, that they had Rebe doing a lot of the speaking. Because if you watch any other, like, interviews or such with Janet she's always talking about Reby and like how she looks up to her and all that my mom likes to say like she's like the only normal Jackson <laughs> I'm like, that's wrong but <laughs> it's because she got out early she married young and was like I'm out <laughs> um <laughs> which I which leads me to my next observation her father I thought it was very interesting that she um 
gave a lot of actually like gratitude and thanks to how her her dad raised her. her. Yeah. yeah, because people, I mean, you could say what you want. Like uh, he was a very stern man. He was a very strict man. Um, all of those things, and she's like, but he made me into who I am. Who I am. When you mm-hmm. think about it, you hear a lot about those stories like that, where the dad's like super super tough on the kids like to make them a star and then they actually become a star but I'm like is it a good thing or is it a bad thing like what's the give and take in that you know what I mean like because yeah you have all this money and fame but but I don't I don't think it's always just money and fame right there's there's a lot like um every experience takes you through lessons and so regardless of the money and the fame that came with she also was able to learn a lot of things so she even said right the idea of like the new album that she was going to go on tour with in 2020 was you know black diamond and she was like because you get stronger and so there was a lot of strength and confidence that she had to find within herself even being blacklisted there was a lot of Mm -hmm. like okay can I sit with myself like I have to look at myself in the mirror every single day after this situation can I be with myself like and I think those were things that she was able to learn about herself that yeah. her father or excuse me that has nothing to do with with fame or money mm-hmm. right it's just like lessons that we all go through yet hers came in those in this way mm-hmm. so yeah I just I I thought it was a beautifully done documentary um the fun fact that I pulled from that um, was her and Stevie Wonder are cousins? That's yeah. Cool. I didn't know that. That is cool. I that's um, <laughs> so funny. I caught on to that too. I was like, that is the dopest thing I've ever heard. Michael Jackson and Stevie Wonder, the two most genius artists ever, and I don't care what anybody says about that, um, were able to be share the same bloodline. That's pretty amazing. But wow. I mean, add Janet on that. Yes, absolutely. Michael, Janet, and Stevie. The what, three amazing. Phenomenal. Are able to. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm excited to see what she does. And I know she made a little statement, like, she just really wants to raise her son and, like. Which I applaud that. Yeah, because it's not easy being a, a working mother. Like, because you still have to parent and then you still have to work. And, and especially with her career, you know, she's leaving. She's gone. She's in and out. And so, yeah, it's, I know it has to be tough. But how old is her son? She had him at 50. Mm-hmm. I, I love like stories two. like that. He's two? I think so. I thought he was born in 2018. Well, maybe he might be older than that. I think he's, she's 54, I thought. Maybe 50 something. Anyways, okay. Um, I mean, I feel like you definitely led that conversation and... Well, it's about the Jacksons, so, I mean... Ooh, I am <laughs> aligned with the things you said. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to say. She did... She's done so much, and anyone who comes after her in pop... And I didn't know pop was popular music. Didn't know that, but moving on. Um, what? Yeah, I had no idea. Anyways, I, anyone who comes... No, means? What? Do you know what R&B stands for? I do. Yes. Okay. Just making sure. And um, do you know what hip hop stands for? Oh, he's five. I get, oh, I keep, I literally black out 2020 and 2021 for whatever reason. I just be skipping those years in my head. (laughs) Like like they didn't have, so I'm like, he two or three. No, he's definitely five. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought he was older. Um. Hmm. I don't remember what I was going to say. Could you kind of interrupt right there? It's okay. I forgive you. 
I mean, it's not okay, but I forgive you. <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying to take that out of my vocabulary saying it's okay. But yes, I think, think probably- what did you say? I think you should probably keep it because it is okay. No, I'm not going to, no. It's a, it's a space filler. You know, people say when people hurt your feelings and they say, I'm sorry, and you say, oh, it's okay. No, because when you say it's okay, it's like the situation is okay. Feel- no. True letting things go. True forgiveness. No, true. I can just say, I forgive okay. you. Why do I have to say, no. Thank you. Words matter, so. Yeah, they do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> Anyways. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, thank you for all you have done for the culture. Thank you for being a, a beautiful black woman, for being strong, uh, yet also like soft, for being, you know, a creative, for being a trendsetter, for being inspirational, for being motivational, for being representation when we needed it. I just, I thought it was it a was great a documentary. Reminder. Yeah, like it was, it was, it was, it was nice to just see her beauty. Like there would be no uh, anyone, anyone, anyone. Literally, there would anyone. be no Sierra, no Aaliyah, no no Beyonce, <laughs> no Beyonce. Like she is the blueprint, literally. Yeah. yeah, she is. She is. And I also wonder, um, but you know, we'll never see it. But I really wonder if that whole if she wasn't blacklisted, what else would we have gotten from her? Mm, that's a good question. Because I think there may have been a part of her that's also like, F y'all then. Y'all want to act like this? F y'all. I mean, she she was very sweet about it, like how she presented it in the, in the thing. And they also said that like that she had she fell into like, depression. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was probably really rough. And so I, I, I um, and then I also, I just want to say this. I think the people who gave her chances, right? So the, the Tyler Perry's, we always make fun of him and say all these things about him and his work. But it's like, but he also just makes space for people because one of his goals that he says he claims on here was that like he wanted to give her a chance because he knew that she was more than just this stupid nipple thing. And if we're not going to get over it, like he was going to be the one to help usher her into a space where we could welcome her and get over it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and look, like I said, I don't think black America was necessarily mad at her. I think it was the other side of the fence. But nonetheless. You know, well, you know, whatever it is, what it is. Um, but I appreciate that. And let that be a lesson that we should all be those people of like the ones who are going to say, you know what? No, just because this is the way everyone feels doesn't mean I have to feel that way. Let mm-hmm. me go and give an olive branch. Let me go see what I can do. Let me see how I can help them. Let me visualize or reimagine spaces where I can invite them into that might just save their life. Who like God forbid, but she could have done anything if she would, if she fell into depression Mm-hmm. Um, so much so where she was lost in the sauce of depression, right? And she didn't. She was mm-hmm. able to come up out of it. But it could have been a different story. That's a word. That's a word. So anyways, that's all we got for you. So peace.